0: This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we'll discuss tips on your first meeting as the boss. Congratulations, you have just got that promotion that you always wanted. You finally got that office, you're out of the cubicle, and now you're the boss. Congratulations. Congratulations. One of the things that people don't realize is that when you become the boss, you have a lot of responsibilities. And now that you're the boss, sometimes you can be the boss of people that you used to know, and that's fine. They kind of know you and maybe you created some trust there and they trust you as the boss. But in many occasions, you can become the boss of people you don't even know. You've never met in your whole entire life. So the very first thing that you have to establish is trust but even before you get to that point you need to do a little bit of homework before you before your first meeting many things many times organizations especially local government state federal government and i'm almost sure in the private sector they also do this is employee climate survey employee climate survey is a survey that employees actually do and provide feedback on leadership, communications, training, what's going right with the organization, what's going bad with the organization, you know, things that they can actually voice their opinion so that management can actually address those issues to make a better work environment. So if you just got promoted into a position, of especially a position as a manager, high authority, person within an organization, and you really don't know these folks, you really don't know the organization because maybe you're coming in from outside or something, you need to go ahead and do a little bit of homework. And that homework involves taking a look at the previous employee climate survey, probably for the past maybe two years, four years. Many organizations have employee climate surveys uh, every two years. And that's pretty good so that you can see where the gold Where the the benchmark is? Where is this organization? What are the things that people are complaining about over and over? And if you take a look at maybe the last two or three employee climate surveys and you see, and many times, many occasions, it's the same complaints over and over and over. Leadership doesn't communicate. There's no training opportunities. Uh, people feel that they're not being treated fair. There's favoritism in the in the workplace. Supervisors don't deal with difficult employees. Uh, these are things that are, are common and it happens over and over and over again. And one of the things that Einstein said is that the definition of insanity is do the same thing over and over and over again and expect different results. So if you're in a new manager and you just came into this organization the very first thing that you need to actually take a look at is take a look at that employee climate survey that's your first homework take a look at what's happening what's been happening why are people unhappy or people are happy you know in the other other hand maybe people are happy about the organization but the thing about it is bottom line is do your homework you have to find out what's happening and what you're actually getting into sometimes you may think to yourself, wow, you know, I really wanted that promotion. I really wanted that job. But I really didn't think that they really had some discrimination issues or favoritism issues or, or whatever the case may be, uh, maybe, maybe sexual harassment in the workplace or whatever the case may be, you don't know what you're really getting into. But guess what? Now you're the boss. Congratulations. Now all this is on you. And you need to be able to go ahead and for that first meeting understand where these folks are going to be coming from okay Okay. one of the things they have to do is set a good first impression first impressions are lasting the first thing that they see the very first time that they see you at a staff meeting that's that's what they're gonna think of you from that point on so if you go into a staff meeting your very first staff meeting and you go in there very confident, you know, like like you're a gunslinger, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and remove the, you know whoever's not doing this or that, we're going to get get rid of the, the the fat in this organization. You're you're going to come on as arrogant. You may think that it's just being confident. No, it's you, you basically are not going to have any type of trust. On the other hand too, if you go in there to your very first meeting, you got about 200 people in front of you and some people are are and, and be prepared because they're going to ask you questions, right? And you, your statement, your, your first statement, well, you know, I, I, you know, I just got here, and uh, <laughs> no, that's a cop out. That's that's basically <laughs> just uh, you know trying to say I really don't know what I'm doing here. You know, yeah, I just got here and stuff. That's no excuse you know it's sort of like when the judge tells you right you know when you were speeding and you didn't know that the speed limit was 65 and you were going 75 because it was 75 but you didn't notice this and that, and what does the judge always say ignorance of the law is not an excuse so ignorance of not knowing what's going on is not an excuse so when someone someone asks you a question you know you can't say well I don't know I don't. the best thing to say is you know what I'm gonna take a look at that and I'm gonna go ahead and see uh, what we can do about that I'm gonna get an answer to you basically show that you're willing to resolve issues you're really to go ahead and and tell folks um, that we're gonna go ahead and get that information to you we're gonna go ahead and do that rather than make excuses of well you know I've only been here a month and a half that's no excuse that's no excuse at all get personal that very first meeting people need to get to know who you are and stuff. they don't know you from from Jack they don't know you from anyone you need to be able to get personal people need to know and connect a little bit with you and stuff right you know tell people where you were born tell people about your family okay tell people about your hobbies mention your your favorite sports team or music music group Um, what you're passionate about tell people about yourself like for myself you know when I was in a position of that I got a a promotion the very first thing that I would do is introduce myself my name is Israel Molina I was born and raised in Chicago Illinois I got a a wife I got my kids and my hobbies are photography I love photography Uh, I also love to play tennis and I love i love to watch documentaries on, on TV. So what happens is, right, just let people know who you are and stuff, right? You know, tell them that, you know, what your aspirations are, you know, tell, tell them a little bit about yourself. You don't have to go into a lot, but people need to know, you know, who is this person? It, you know, if you say, you know you, you know, you have a wife and kids, people in the audience that have a wife and kids or have kids, right, they can relate with you. You know, if people, you know, oh, yeah, you know, if you tell them that, hey, I'm a Chicago Bears fan, you know, all the way, go Bears. I hate those Packers. But whatever the case may be. But tell, tell the folks, you know, who you are. They need to get to know you. Have a little bit of fun with that and stuff, right? Another thing that you also need to do is tell them briefly about your maybe educational background, your training. You know, how is it that you sort of kind of got to this position? You know, you may have, to go ahead and talk about, you know, that you went to college, or your university, maybe your first job, and uh, other jobs similar to the job that you just got promoted to, right? Projects that you have actually managed, or basically that you were in, in, in teams, or, or basically able to say, hey, you know, this is this organization is just like the organization that I came, came up from, and just talk a little bit about your achievements, you know? Um, like for myself, you know, when I go and I start to meet folks and, and I tell them, I, you know, I got a bachelor's in sociology, a master's in human resources and sometimes, you know, I really don't like to tell folks that I have a doctorate in business administration because they think that, oh God, you know, he's he's one of those guys, right, you know, he's he spent a lot of time in, in college, he doesn't really know anything, but then so I'll go ahead and tell them that I also got 28 years in the military as a manager I also got uh, about 16 years of manager distribution operations. I was a postmaster in the city of Fremont, New Hampshire. I told him about my my management experience. I told him about my experiences in the military and all the things that, you know, that got me to where where I'm at. Always, you know, start off with icebreakers with folks, especially if it's a small group. If it's a small group, you know, just icebreakers. Can you tell me a little bit about yourselves? You know, I, I think this works well when you have something like about maybe 5 to 10 maybe 20 people but when you have something like about two or three hundred people and you're the manager and this is your first meeting with these folks it's, it's kind of you know it's kinda of hard to do any type of icebreakers but try to do hey you know so uh, just a little bit Well, tell tell me about yourself and wh- why do you guys uh, enjoy working here you know just pick out a few folks and a few folks who actually provide information One of the things you're going to see, especially if it's a group like about 100, 200 people, not too many people are going to ask questions. Not too many people are going to participate in the conversation. So if you're out there, a few folks are going to go ahead and say, oh, you know, I started with this organization when I was 18 and I'm still here and and I really like this and this and that. And that's really nice. Just start the conversation. Start the dialogue. Get people to, to understand that you're approachable, that you can go ahead and talk to people and stuff. Focus on the things. That the organization does well, like in our organization, we're in the military, and we serve our troops. We take care of our troops so that they can take care of their mission. So the things that we do well is customer service. We try to take care of all the customers so that they can actually go out there and get the job done. Don't focus on setbacks. Don't be a Debbie Downer, well, you know, you guys are all right, but you know, you guys really suck at doing this, this, and this because nobody wants to hear how bad the organization is. Well, you know, you guys are really using up a lot of time. You guys are really, you know, using up a lot of resources. Nobody wants to hear that. Just focus on the things that the organization does well because everything else eventually will fix itself. So, That's something you have to, you know, take a look at. Another thing that you have to think about is be prepared for tough questions. Be prepared for tough questions. Because there's always going to be this one guy that's going to stand up, and he's going to try to put you on the spot. He's going to try to embarrass you. He's going to try to, you know, put you on on the spot, even though you're the new guy. You know, and I saw the... Our new manager head manager of our whole entire um, organization and he actually handled this so eloquently while the person was asking questions and and kind of being very I'm not sure sh- I, I don't know if you want to say arrogant maybe aggressive maybe maybe overly aggressive the manager actually stayed calm cool and answered his question very politely. He was not brought down <laughs> by the, the tone of voice. He was not brought down by the question. You know, he said, we are going to handle those issues. We're going to take care of those issues. And if there's a, a problem, take it through your chain of command. And if he has a problem, then we, we'll go ahead and work work this issue. This is We're going to go ahead and focus on resolving problems. The thing, the whole, whole entire thing is that there's going to be one or two people out there That's going to put you on the spot. And sometimes, right, they're going to ask you a question that you really don't know. So a little bit of your homework involves knowing who in this organization has those answers. So if somebody's asking a question, hey, well, you know, I've been in this organization for X number of years, and I've been putting in for training, and I've never been able to um, go to training, and this and that, and you don't know anything about his situation or why this person was not allowed to go to training or something like that you can go ahead and say well you know what so-and-so over there Janet she's in charge of training and development within the organization we're gonna go ahead and uh, see what we can work out and find out what are the reasons why you were not allowed to go to training and what was the obstacles It might have been financial it might have been resources lack of resources whatever the case may be Find out who actually knows the answers to the questions that you're going to be actually out there on the podium answering so that you're not on the spot, so that that way they know that you know who to get the answers from. So be prepared, <laughs> don't take it personal. These folks basically are going to go ahead and ask you tough questions, they're going to try to put you on the spot. Some folks will ask you questions that you're gonna be able to answer without a problem, that's gonna be fine. Okay? But don't take it personal. Don't let your attitude be brought down. Okay? Maintain a positive attitude. Especially when you're talking to a hundred, two hundred people, because everybody everybody's gonna say, Hey, you know what? This is the same talk I heard the past five years, ten years, yeah. Yada yada yada. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and focus on training. We're gonna go ahead and focus on better communications. If you read your employee climate survey, they've done that, been there, done that. And the problem is, is that you need to come come in there and say, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and we got some projects. We got some things that we're gonna go ahead and lay out. That we're gonna go ahead and create a better communications network. We're gonna go ahead and utilize. Uh, Facebook as a communications media we're to go ahead and get on Twitter every time something comes up like say like example job posting so a lot, one of the main complaints that a lot of people have especially in, in the employee climate service are that they are not aware of upward mobility opportunities job opportunities vacancies and so so If communication is something that you need to go ahead and work on in an organization that you see identified in the climate survey, that's something you can bring up during the first meeting. I understand. I've read the past three years' uh, climate surveys, and I understand that you folks have a problem with communications. Leadership is not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not uh, living up to their expectations or responsibility. So you, you have probably the answers before they even ask the question. So you're not that leader, that brand new leader, saying, well, you know, I just got here. I don't know really what's going on and stuff because like I said, that's a cop out and nobody wants to hear it. You need to be able to be, you know, uh, anticipate the next question. That's one of the things that you always need to do is anticipate the next question. So holding your first meeting is very important. Like I said, be confident, know what you're talking about, know the people that have the answers. Be confident, but not too confident that you that you look arrogant. Because you know, your first meeting should be a meeting to develop trust. People need to know who you are, know where you're coming from, know that you're honest, know, know that you're sincere, that you really care about people. That's that what that first meeting is about. Don't take any personal anything personal, especially if somebody asks you some tough questions. If somebody says, well, you know, we heard this before all the time. You didn't hear it from me. Okay, I understand you heard it all, all the time, but you didn't hear it from me. And that's the difference. And that right there would be a great statement. If somebody would ever tell me, well, you know, and, you know, and, and right now in my current job, uh, I get into situations where I would go to do a job somewhere And I'll say, you know what? Okay, I see what the problem is. I tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and take care of that for you. Uh, I'll I'll be back. And someone will say, well, that's what they said three years ago. And I'll tell them, I tell you what, let's see. Let's see what happens. And when I'm back, probably within, usually within about the next hour to fix and resolve their issues and stuff, right? They look at me, they're like, Oh my god you're back yes and that goes with integrity you have to have integrity because people trust people with integrity if you say that you're going to do something do it one of the worst things is that you're a new manager right and that, so you actually you know set ex, um, this expectation you say you know what we're gonna have a meeting every month yada 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 that very first time that you missed that meeting Where's your integrity? Your integrity has gone. Well, you know what? We're going to go ahead and, and give out awards for, for this, this, and that. You know, yeah, every quarter. And then you miss it. Where's your integrity? When integrity is lost, so is trust. So nobody follows someone that they don't trust. So you got to be very careful. Don't set expectations that you're not going to be able to meet another mistake that some folks actually make especially when they become a first time manager or they just got a promotion is and you see this all the time and stuff and someone's up there and there's about 150 people or whatever the case may be and they say well if you have any problems right you know yeah you can come up to my office right you can you know you can talk to me have an open door policy yeah come on in and stuff um no, you really shouldn't do that. You really shouldn't say that. It sounds nice. It really sounds like you know uh, you you really want them to come in and this and that. But if you're a manager or you're in charge of two or three hundred people, and you just gave them the green light to come into your office any any time, and now you're at this operations meeting, or you're with this meeting with a customer, or you're in this project manager meeting, or you're actually doing this and that, and you can't meet with people. Uh, What happened there? People are going to say, you know what? He says he has an open door policy. I guess it's just for air, because it's kind of a stuffy room. You can't say that, you know. Although we really want to say that, okay, yeah, you can come to talk to me anytime, and stuff, right? That works fine if you have a staff of maybe about five, ten people, maybe fifteen people, and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool, and we don't really have to be going anywhere or do anything. You don't, you don't really have to do too much. But if you have an organization of a hundred, two hundred, three hundred people, and you have to be at this meeting, that meeting, and you have to meet with this customer, that customer, the The opportunities that you have to actually sit down one-on-one with people are pretty slim so you need to go ahead and emphasize their chain of command if you have any issues right talk to your work leads talk to your supervisors if they can't resolve the issue talk to your superintendent if they can't resolve the issues go ahead give them a chance but if you still continue to have issues go ahead and set up an appointment and we'll sit down and we'll take a look to see what's happening. That's the best approach, because you don't want to have 300 people sitting in your hallway when all of a sudden, right? You got the vice president of a company or a, a commander um, waiting for you, or the general of a base waiting for you, because all they're going to do is think that you don't care about them. Then there's no trust. When there's no trust, people don't follow you, and so it's it's very important. It's very important. Uh, I've been in a lot of situations, especially when I was the the manager in charge. I'd walk on the floor. I'd manage by walking the floor, and I'd talk to people one on one on the floor, as they you know. And and sometimes right, I would say, walk with me, talk with me. Let's, you know, what's what's happening, okay? And then so they would, would walk with me and say, hey, you know what? There's problems with this and this and that. You can, and th- that's great. I didn't need to have two, three hundred people because at one point i had 450 employees at 30 supervisors i didn't have to have 450 employees tell me come to my office and say hey you know by the way there's a problem you know in the kitchen in the break area there's something going on that um, they can't get their breakfast they can't do this or that or the vending machines is not working or the water's not working in the bathrooms you know I would actually go out there and I would walk with employees, and they would tell me what's going on, and so I'd get with my supervisor and, hey, do you know what's happening with this and this that situation? So it's uh, it, being the the manager, you know, you wanted to be the manager, congratulations, you got promoted, you got the job. There's a lot of responsibilities, there's a lot of homework that you have to do, but the thing about it is you have to develop that trust. And I remember, <laughs> I remember when our previous um, um, director um, came to um, our organization and I told her you need to go ahead and develop that trust. you need to have people know who you are And let me tell you once she showed photographs of herself, her spouse, her kids, everybody thought, you know what she's just just the same as everyone. She is an honest person. she's someone that we can trust. You know she has a family that she cares about, just like I care about my family, and it made me feel comfortable. It made everyone around feel much more comfortable, and and knew that she was looking out for us, just as we were looking out for our our organization, and also to make sure that we're we're doing the best we can. But well, that's a pretty good topic. I really love uh, this topic. Uh, like I said, being the first time. Uh, manager, you have a lot of expectations. There's a lot of people going to be looking at you. First impressions are very, very important. So you need to go in there. You got to gain the trust. You got, you have to let people know that you're just like them. You know, you're out there. You're struggling. You're doing the best you can, and that you have an ear and you're compassionate and you're going to do whatever you can to help people out, help them within the organization. And like I said, doing your homework is very important take a look at the previous climate surveys maybe the f- two three maybe four climate surveys find out what's happening find out their complaints find out wh- where they're at because then you can actually come and say you know what we're gonna go ahead and take care of these issues people are gonna people are gonna follow you people are gonna trust you and you're gonna be a much better leader and the thing about it is, is that that's gonna make you a better leader for your next promotion and you're gonna be a better mentor you're gonna be a better coach. You know, overall, people, people, people are going to follow you, and actually, give you the 150%. There's a lot of information online about uh, your first day as a manager. Expectations, a lot of tips out out there, a lot of icebreakers you can use. Especially, like I said, icebreakers are good, especially in small groups, not so much in big groups. So, but do the best you can, and. Um, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to our podcast. Our email here is leadershipinmotion036 at gmail.com. Um, take a look at our website. We have a Patreon page and our Patreon page, um, we're trying to raise money to actually create a uh, online training program where anybody can actually listen to um, Leadership in Motion and also reach out to, to folks and, uh, and teach leadership, mentor f- folks. Uh, and this whole entire process is... What I really want it to be is free, so that anybody can actually hey you know what, you know I, I really want to know about diversity I really kind of want to know about how to create a uh, a creative work environment or or any type of organizational behavior so, so they'll be able to go ahead get online click on something, you know I'll give them a little bit of information a little bit of feedback something that they can bring back to their workplace and say hey you know what what about this. So that's what our Patreon page is about. Trying to create an online training program, trying to create an outreach program so that we can go out to the communities and actually go ahead and, and maybe go to um, the Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, and actually train uh, tomorrow's leaders. As always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. Thank you t- for listening to our podcast. This has been Leadership in Motion. With Dr. Israel Molina, please subscribe to our podcast.